Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, Branson beats Bezos and Musk to space, and German automakers found guilty again. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. At the beginning of the space age in the early 1960s, the race to put humans in space ran between the Soviet Union and the United States. Names like Gagarin, Shepard, Titov, and Glenn were known worldwide. And although orbital spaceflight is now so common that few can name a current astronaut, there is a new space race, a competition amongst billionaires. Those names are well known too. Branson, Musk, and Bezos. And like Gagarin in 1961, Richard Branson has become the first of his select group to reach space aboard the VSS Unity on Virgin Galactic's fourth rocket-powered spaceflight. The suborbital trip on July 11th was the 22nd test flight of Unity and the first with a full cabin crew. Virgin Galactic intends to offer regular operations and the crew performed a number of tests related to measuring the customer experience both inside the cabin and of the outside view and they studied the effectiveness of the company's five-day pre-flight training program for future passengers. The spacecraft reached an altitude of 53.3 miles and reached a peak speed of Mach 3. Virgin Galactic System uses a jet aircraft to lift the passenger-carrying rocket to the stratosphere, eliminating the need for a booster. VSS Unity lands on a runway like a conventional aircraft. Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin is developing a conventional ground-launch spacecraft that will ascend to similar altitudes and descend for propulsive soft landing near the launch pad. Blue Origin is planning their first flight into space on July 20th, carrying Bezos and a special guest, 82-year-old Wally Funk, one of the original Mercury 13 trainees evaluated for spaceflight in the early 1960s. She will be the oldest human to fly in space. Both the Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin vehicles are suborbital. They ascend roughly vertically, give the passengers a few minutes of weightlessness, then land. Over at SpaceX, the considerably more difficult challenge of orbital spaceflight is now routine, with the company delivering astronauts to the International Space Station since 2020 under NASA's Commercial Crew Program. Elon Musk will fly in space personally, but his first trip will be aboard Richard Branson's space plane. Musk has reportedly placed his $10,000 deposit for the quarter-million-dollar ticket. His launch date has not yet been released. Well, the Volkswagen diesel emissions cheating scandal is over, but controversy in the German auto industry goes on. In a landmark decision, the European Commission has found that Daimler, BMW, and Volkswagen Group breached EU antitrust rules by colluding on technical development, specifically the use of urea injection for oxides and nitrogen reduction in diesel engines. The EU fine was a whopping 875 million euros, and all three automakers have agreed to settle with the Commission. Daimler was not fined as they revealed the cartel to the investigators. The three automakers held a series of engineering meetings to coordinate development of selective catalytic reduction technology using urea injection into the exhaust gas stream. This is commonly called AdBlue in Europe. According to the Commission, over a five-year period from 2009 to 2014, the manufacturers colluded to avoid competition by slowing the development of technologies that produce cleaner exhaust gas emissions than required by law. Daimler, BMW, and Volkswagen also agreed on limitations to urea solution tank sizes and ranges based on standardized urea consumption rates. According to the Commission, this restricted competition on automotive technologies that would be relevant to end users, activity explicitly forbidden by the European Economic Area Agreement. This expansion of antitrust legislation into areas of automotive engineering at the design level may have serious implications for the way automotive and other engineering firms approach new product design. 
Will design engineers need to consult lawyers during the concept and rendering phase of new product development? Will engineers now have a duty to engineer beyond strict legal requirements? There are many unanswered questions and the automotive industry in particular is watching the case with interest. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.